When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brandon's final Dangerous World podcast episode. It's bittersweet. It's pretty sad. Uh, but you know what? What are you doing? You're going to go pursue your education in your passion, which is helping retarded people integrate into the real world, correct? <laughs> that's my specialization. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's why that's why I, I did such a good job uh, uh, here on this podcast with you, Ryan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, because sometimes people like that are friends with me, especially like before and after the accident. They've said that, you know, that like they like people think I'm on the spectrum just because I'm like hyper and excited yeah. about everything. Um, but I don't. Have you seen that episode? And it's always sunny where D thinks she's dating the retarded guy. Yeah, the rapper. Like, yeah, the rapper. And he's like always making gang gang signs, and he's well, yeah, he's sitting there like this, and he's like, "Oh, that shit's funny, girl." You know he's what I like mean? Pouring he's just... popcorn into his mouth, and all he's missing. Yeah, it, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I think that that's just kind of what I am. I don't think I'm retarded or on the spectrum, even. No, you know, you know what I'll say. It is. I, I, I this, is, this is a. It seems like. Every time that a skeptic uh, talks to a uh, the, 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 an argument between a skeptic and a conspiracy theorist boils down to it, I feel a lot of the times one is one side is calling the other side crazy and the one side is calling the other side stupid. 
And so it, sure. doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't mean to make it sound like this because I'm your cousin, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually interested in your health and you know how there's all these stories with the CTE, uh, uh yeah. yeah, stuff from like football players and shit, even with Alex Jones, his, uh, there was an article written about him, uh, when he was in the middle of the Sandy Hook stuff and yeah. it was one of his relatives saying that like. Yeah, after Alex like hit his head or something like that, he was a totally different person. Really, <laughs> and, well, I, and that I, they I've talk tra- about that in that JRE episode, like the classic yeah. one with him and Eddie Bravo, yeah. where some guy pile drived him. Who knows if it's real or not? But his head, his head cracked the concrete and all this shit. So, I mean, I, what were you saying though? No, 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 it was just it was uh, it was a it's always a strange like correlation. Oh, and there's I, I doubt there's causation. But I'm guessing that there's some correlation with it. And it goes hand in hand with what we were talking about even when we were starting this up. You know, you were, I think, a few weeks before we had talked about starting this up. You had gotten a hold of me and was like, just reaching out just because you're uh, taking in, uh, taking perspective of what your life's all about and looking to make people in you in your life that you care about uh, uh, happy and stuff like that. So, um so no no it's not uh it's not all bad stuff and you're not completely crazy ryan <laughs> yeah well but. i appreciate that well yeah and you know it's interesting that you bring that up because like you know looking back on these uh what 137 episodes counting a few bonus episodes and then some patreon content and things like that um you know it is kind of funny when you when you bring up like how it started because it is a weird start to it like i remember when we first started you were coming over here, uh, you know, once or twice a week, and we were trying to kind of nail down our angle, like what we were going to do about everything. And they were cringeworthy, horribly done uh, phone recordings that we were doing. Um, some of the shit that I, you know, because I was thinking about this this week, and I was just thinking like how hard we were trying instead of just making it natural, you know what I mean? And um, I would recommend anyone that does start a podcast in the future or, or, or anyone. And, you know, what's kind of cool, too, is that we have, you know, motivated quite a few people considering our reach to start their own podcast. You know, Legit Bat, Ron from New England, Josh Monday, his uh, Christian and Conspiracy podcast. Um, there's quite a few. I know there's quite a few others, but those are just the ones that reach out to me uh, pretty regularly. Um, but, yeah, dude, I mean, like, just be yourself, because when we if we would have released episodes like the first ones that we had ever done, they would have been God awful. And we probably wouldn't be where we're at today as far as uh, dangerous world goes. Yeah. I think we learned a lot about our self editing process and that just came about in only having a set amount of time to talk and, uh, and then figuring out what we ourselves really liked to, to be talking about and, and, and bounce off of each other. Uh, I remember the first, uh, after the first episode no, no, it wasn't the first one. It was the one, our first go at the 12 or 13 families, however many there are. Yeah. And you had, you had uh, researched like a bulk of it and it came out to like a two and like two and two hours and 15 minutes in yeah. total. And after it, you like let out this audible, like, <sighs> and just sat back in your chair. And remember, yeah, dude, thinking, we, yeah, we had recorded that. Yeah, we, we recorded we recorded the whole thing. I think we did it in two parts even. Um but yeah, that was uh that, that was good stuff. But no no to answer your initial question, yeah, no, I got I got a, a master's degree 
program lined up uh, with uh, with an online school. Got me a, a discount. You know, my GI Bill paid for my bachelor's degree, yeah. and uh, I, I found a cheap way to get this master's uh, degree and the certification that I would need to get my current boss's job um, and their uh, their paychecks. I've seen them. They're just uh, a, a smart move for me to make. So I'm, I'm happy to be able to to um, to to be able to pursue that. And yeah, yeah, it is kind of. It's kind of my thing uh, I've, I've found. So um, good. Well, hell yeah. I hope it works out, dude. you know, cause you know, it, obviously this is a, a long grind and we knew that getting into it, but yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be cool to see where you get, and then you can get more involved with social justice warrior causes. And that's perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you that um, I have not gained a disdain, but I so clearly see, the uh the disdain for and the sometimes even i can call it out when it's frank and when it's bad enough but the bad um the bad imaging the bad just public relations that that a lot of the left and a lot of the the most ardent social justice warriors oh yeah uh they 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 put out there however i will i, I will say that the the biggest thing that I learned about like conspiracy theorists just being part of the community, not so much about the theories themselves, although I do think that they're they're related, but at least the theorists, you guys have a strong internal sense of justice. I think, um, yeah, the, yeah, I think, I don't know if anyone who's listening has had the experience where you're trying to tell someone. Um, outside of the conspiracy theory or, or, or political uh, world, something about their their life. You're trying to talk to them about something that's that's eating them up inside. Um, about some maybe something that happened at their their job or something that's going on in their family or or you know uh, distant family. Um, but the person that you're talking to who's upset about something, they have this. They have that innate like this just isn't right. What's going on? This is just. Yeah, so give me an example of what you're talking about there. Well, um, say, oh, uh, let's see. I have an I have a girlfriend, and she has an ex husband, uh, okay. and some things sometimes in that guy's life works out uh, really, really good for him um, because he he's a single dad who's not having to do the dad part of his life. You know what I mean? And he's a he's a veteran. He gets. Uh, I mean, he has good good pay because he's like medically retired from what I think is a bullshit injury and shit like that. So he's got a good life after their divorce, uh, and a whole bunch of things are happening for him because he has the funds and the freedom to be able to do that. Meanwhile, my girlfriend and myself were here doing the dad thing. We have been for for like close to close to ten years at this point, um, and we say no to some things in our life because. Uh, because of the, the 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 parenting thing that we got to do. So sometimes when my girlfriend and I are talking about especially my girlfriend with is is kind of upset almost jealous at seeing what her ex-husband is able to do with his funds and his freedom even after leaving his kid essentially. Yeah, yeah. There's this sentiment that that just isn't fair. That just isn't just that someone who dips out on a kid then gets to do what he wants to do and has the funds to do it. And there's no, there's no like cosmic justice that plays into that. Well, when I tried to talk to her about that and we 
try to talk about the fact that, look, this isn't about fair. This isn't about just. And, and I think it's important that we both realize that there's no such thing as cosmic justice. We got, we have to fight for the justice that we, that we, that we want for this, this world. And that's after that, we, we can't quite bitch about it in the same way. In that same dynamic, I would say that I hear a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists roundings for the reasons that they believe in the conspiracy theory. So there can be some strange aspect like, um, of, of, a, of a political political person's background that just doesn't sit right with people and it's been the ground level, the soil for some conspiracy theory to grow. I'll give you one example with the Kamala Harris and uh, her connections to the Knights Templar, right? So mm-hmm. if anyone remembers our um, episode on that, it's the, it was someone who was working in Kamala Harris's office when she was i think the attorney general or state prosecutor um of in in california yeah uh yes yeah Yeah. um so so much that she had been working with uh and who she had lauded for his good work his, his being a good person because they had partnered together on some project that they were uh initiating um the guy who was her friend got in trouble for i think it was some sort of like impersonating uh, a police officer is yeah. pretty much what it was yeah that's what it was and then their badges the reason that they said that they were police officers are able to do whatever kind of you know uh law making that they were doing came from their power as knights of the of the templar right as yeah being well con- kamala harris gave them uh vehicles Guns, badges yeah. that were all official California police equipment. Um, so yeah, that that's how right. that shook out. But so yeah, so so there's there's that part of it, and conspiracy theorists. I think well, we've talked about it before, Ryan. How I don't think that there should be that connection being made, being made that Kamala Harris is therefore part of the Knights Templar. I know we've le- we've left out bits of it and left out evidences yeah. that you point to to say no, no, no. It's definitely true that they are. While we disagree on that, both sides of that debate and both sides of the political debate that they normally extend to both have a problem with the amount of jailing that Kamala Harris did during her time in California, right? Well, and also the fact that she should have been put in prison for the rest of her life for giving that that equipment to those people so yeah that's a huge injustice and like you said we left out a lot you can go listen to that episode if you're curious it's one of our you know earlier ones but yeah um i mean she absolutely shouldn't be vice president and i think that's why uh you know she didn't get one uh vote from democrats before she was chosen as joe biden's vice president you know what i mean so that 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 justice that you call for you know she should be in prison for that that is i think rooted in some of the same ideas that even people on both sides of the aisle and both sides of the ideological spectrum sure. uh, that, that think about conspiracy theories that they can somewhat get get behind in believing that there should be some justice put upon her in some way for at least one of the the, the bad things that she's that she did in california yeah yeah that 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 is the 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 way that the left 
looks at Kamala Harris, though, is obviously very, very biased right now because she's, sure. in, a, she's in a point of power and she can actually do something about it, uh, about uh, putting in policies that I think the left wants to see. Well, they looked at her differently even before that, the hyper left, yeah. that is, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, yeah, I don't think there were a whole bunch of centrists that had that had problem problems with her. It was parts on no no she was the most she was the most uh like you can find this from a lot of people that really that's why she didn't get one one pick for for the presidential run for the dnc centrist anyone that's 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 right of barack obama like i've said several times Hmm. they did not like kamala harris and they still really don't today if you look at her at her administration like her current things not her administration but her staff She's having a lot of problems. She's having a lot of people quit on her right now mm. because of her policies. I don't know. If, have you seen the news of of a lot of Kamala Harris's staff just quitting? No, no. So, yeah, if you're if you want to check it out right now, you could probably find it. But like this is like on Microsoft News, like when I open up my browser, uh-huh. I mean, I'm seeing this stuff and it's like it started. It really seemed to come to fruition when she made the trip to the border, which was, of course, about nine miles away from the border. She didn't really go there. She went to some spot in Texas. All because Donald Trump was just kind of saying he was going to go to the border. You know what I mean? Right. Why isn't she more concerned about this task that she was in charge of? And yes, more a lot of people can probably say that about Mike Pence because Trump put Pence in charge of the 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 Kung flu pandemic, right? And and it seems to have just been the same. Like it didn't nothing changed when when Trump put Pence in charge. But Kamala Harris could at least make it look like she's putting in effort by going to the border, the actual border, and saying, damn, there is a lot of kids sleeping in astronaut blankets and tinfoil. And, and you know, this isn't how we should be treating them. But she's part of this whole deep state, you know, which, you know, a lot of people, we can bicker about whether the deep state's real or not. But for lack of a better word, like the bureaucrats, the people that you're not allowed to criticize. These people have put Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in power fraudulently, in my opinion. I think that, you know, we've talked about this several times and we'll see what happens with these Arizona audits. Um, And then, you know, the Georgia audits and the Wisconsin and all these other states that are jumping on board with this, too. Um, But she doesn't even make an effort. And when she gets asked an uncomfortable question, she cackles. She just laughs. You know what I mean? Instead of answering it and being like, you know, that's a valid question. And it's it's really similar to how Fauci answers questions, because these people are so used to just getting a question asked that they know they're getting the question. Biden slips up all the time. Right. And he's like, as usual, I have my list of of, uh, people I'm allowed to call on. And then he'll say, like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this. It's like, dude, you're the president of the United States, supposedly. What who's going to get you in trouble? You know what I mean? Like he's slipping up so much. That he's he's you know he's exposing the whole thing, but I saw this thing with Fauci where a lady, very level-headed, didn't didn't seem like Marjorie Taylor Greene type at all, just called into a to a podcast or a, a radio show or something that Fauci was on, and she was saying, uh, you know, Doctor Fauci, which I call him Mister Fauci now, right? Uh, he's not really he hasn't really I don't think earned any credentials. I think he's similar to Kamala Harris in the fact that he just sucks the right dicks, probably literally to get to where he's at very, very, uh, you know, administrative, not intelligent in any way, shape or form, in my opinion. Um, but you know, he's sitting there and this lady very level headed again is sitting there saying, Dr. Fauci, 
um, you know, you've been wrong at just about every turn when it comes to this pandemic. Don't you think it's time that you step down uh, and let someone that actually knows what they're doing, uh, you know, kind of fill your shoes and, and actually try and lead our country out of this instead of just trying to make money for Moderna, Pfizer and the other vaccine companies? And he laughs like a kid almost. And he looks to the co-host or the host of the show. And he's like, did you hear that? She asked if I want to step down. No, I don't want to step down. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he heard. He's sitting right next to you. He heard. And it's like a nervous tick that these elites have that when they're actually truly questioned live on air, they almost short out and they don't know how to react to it. You know what I mean? You've been criticized several times on the podcast. And you, like when we talk with, you know, uh, guests or, or people that don't agree with you, because a lot of, uh, of our listeners and, and, you know, people in this community tend to side with me on a lot more things. When you get criticized, you don't laugh about it. You know what I mean? And you don't you don't ask me, Ryan, did you hear what he said? He he this guy thinks that fucking uh, what is that movie? Back to the Future had some 9-11 pro predictive programming in it. Did you hear that? That's so crazy. No, I don't think that that's real. You know what I mean? You don't act like that because you're a real person. These people have this insane way of coping with, uh, you know, negative poll numbers or with with just dissent in any way. And I think that's what's kind of scary about this this power structure that we've built. Um, and I think a lot of our parents are to blame the generation before them, the, the great generation they're to blame, too. Um, I don't know how we got there, but I just find it interesting, dude, that like there's there's this really interesting power dynamic and the mockery when they get questioned. It's almost like you're, you're going to question me. I'm going to laugh in your face. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, though. So the way, the way we got here was starting off by talking about the, 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 the way, nice Templar thing and all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not specifically that, but the way that we can look at this in such opposite ways, and yet still, I think, be talking about the same problems that we have with whatever political figures, even though they're different political figures, because you I, I can I can um, I can rationalize my way out of my side, quote unquote, bad speaking in the same way that I think. Oh, lot, yeah, yeah. I think a, a way the same way that a lot of the other side does about their figures, too. I really, really don't think that being good at uh you know, policy making and policy implementing and even whipping like uh, like they do in, in Congress to get behind certain votes, that that necessarily correlates with being a good speaker. I think some of our best leaders sure. uh, in world history have like notoriously not been uh, uh, good good speakers. Now, there have been some ones who did really, really good at speaking and did some damn good or damn effective leading. Right. But I, sure. I don't I don't know necessarily if they if they go together. So in the same way that you're saying, like he's being they're being weird they're They they on the other side are being weird. I remember in the Trump times when he would just walk out of interviews, too. Uh, he also he also did this. Yeah, yeah. He also did this little. It wasn't a nervous lack. It wasn't a nervous lack uh, laughing like you're talking about with Fauci. I know that I think the laugh and you're Harris, talking about, yeah. but he's but Trump has had laughs from someone like uh, Jim Acosta, who was mm -hmm. from CNN. He kicked him out of the press room eventually, but he'll like kind of go, you know, this this guy, this fucking this fucking guy. Yeah, he won't he won't curse like that. But the thing that you can't say about Trump 
well, one thing that you could never say about Trump was that he was a bad speaker. I mean, he was really, really fucking good. And I don't, I, I hear the way that you're talking about, um, the way that you think about Trump now. And I'm thinking, isn't it also a, a bad thing to that? If, if the political leader is, if the elite is a good speaker, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's a good thing that they're a bad speaker, but isn't it also bad if they're too good at talking and, uh, and, and they're, and they're, and they're on your side or they've convinced you that they're on your side when in the end yeah. they're part of the elites too, right? That's an interesting thing because, you know, when we did that episode with, uh, Sheriff Napier of, of our Pima County here, um, he is an incredible speaker um, and just very engaging. You know, he was only talking to us, but I've seen some of his speeches. I've known him for a little while. Um, not, not as close to him anymore, but you know, we, we grew up kind of racing motorcycles. I grew up, I should say, uh, racing motorcycles with his kids. Um, he's an incredible speaker. I tend to agree with a lot of what he says, if not most of it, um, or I guess it's the same thing, but yeah, but you, you get him versus an Obama and I find Obama to be dangerous um, because of his policies selling you free health care. That's a very dangerous thing. Right. Um, and, and how uh, chaotic it was when they rolled it out and what it did to the middle class and even like the upper middle class when it what like what it did to their health care. Um, it seemed like like what they do. On that side, when I say Barack Obama, I'm talking about lefties. I, I, I think a lot of people consider Barack Obama to be pretty far left. I think that they are trying to get rid of the middle class. And it seems pretty obvious, especially when you see like how things are going now. Um, it just seems like a very, very uh, divisive thing. And when you talk about speaking, yeah, I mean, when when if someone's trying to sell you something that just doesn't work, it does help if they're good at speaking. Um for me personally, I don't think Trump was a great speaker, but I have this new theory on Trump. It's fairly new uh, to me, at least. Some people on here may have heard some things, but, you know, I, I'm starting to kind of think that he was part of the whole agenda and he was put in place on purpose. I think intentionally the elites or the powers that be don't want a female president probably ever. I don't think Kamala Harris will ever be president personally. I don't think so. Um, now, maybe maybe I'll be wrong about this. Um, but I do think that Trump's going to get back in the White House. I honestly do think that. Um, and it's not because, you know, justice is going to prevail or anything like that. Think about what, what's been going on. So Trump has been pounding in his voters' heads and in Republicans' heads law and order follow the law, follow the order, right? That is not what the left is doing at all. They are quite the opposite. Even Democrats, even central Democrats are like, no, fuck, fuck the police. You know what I mean? Like we need to defund them, all that. Um, but what's going on right now? So the IRS has been expanded by I think 80 million or billion. I know that's quite a large difference there, but I, I remember seeing an 80 in my head, um, a substantial number here. That's technically that's part of the law. That's part of the government right there. Um, all of these different entities, uh, the the possible, you know, confiscation of guns, um, which, you know, that's been a fear in Republicans and, and you know, the, the alt-rights head for quite some time. 
Um, but you know, arresting of dissenting opinions, you know, these people that, that infiltrated uh, or that, that, you know, were supposedly part of this insurrection on the sixth were, you know, they're, they're arrested and a lot of them are getting beaten in these uh, prisons and they're being very, very mistreated, which is fucked up. But my point here is a candidate like Trump promoting law and order and really pounding that into people's heads. He's sitting there and he's making it. So like, let's just say hypothetically, the FBI were to come to my door and try to arrest me, I should conform to that because they're not going to come and arrest you, right? Because you are, you're in line with what's going on. Like with the agenda, you're all about a one world government. You're all about, uh, you know, uh, no, no private citizen owning property and things like that. And I, I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth here. Just jump in if, if you have, if you have any disagreements, but Someone like me that is like, fuck that. I want my property. I want the things that I worked for. You cannot fucking come in here and take them. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight to the death over this. Trump, I think, was put there to get that idea out of his supporters' heads. So instead of fighting, using the Second Amendment to protect their property, uh, I think that he's trying to sit there and say, hey, man, like, don't do this shit. Like, we are we are the party of law and order. So fall in line. If the police come, if they do a no-knock raid, don't pull your gun out and shoot them. Put your hands behind your back and, and walk into the cop car. You know what I mean? Almost put yourself in the cop car. Don't put up any resistance yeah. because that's what Democrats do. That's what the animals do, and we're not like them. You know what I mean? It's a great psyop. I, 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 I see how it could be working. So, so then... <clears throat> is it only because of that messaging that you think he may have been putting out that would lead you to be less um, affable towards law enforcement then? I mean, I, I know you're separating FBI, uh, you know, because it's part of the federal branch and yeah. in this, in this, uh, this, this, you're extrapolating this psyop and in it, I'm assuming that if it were really to ever happen, it will have to trickle down to local branches. So it won't just be the FBI showing Sheriff. up at, yeah, at people's at people's doors. Um, I'm sure municipal government would get into it too. So you got cops, you got real you know cops there too. Um, does that is it because they're following the is it, is it because the police officers and the law enforcement people would be following their jobs if they came for you like that? That keep you no, from, no, no. Be, from being well, as dude, think about uh, this. suspicious of them as maybe I am? Uh, well, since I interrupted you there, I, I might need to hear that again. But I think that, like, this is going to trickle down, yes, of course, to, like, you know, cops, uh, you know, whether it's sh highway policemen. You know, the sheriffs are the only ones that are, are, are um, connected to the Constitution, the, the enforcers of the Constitution, Right. Um, this is why, like, it, you know, I know you're not a big, uh, a big fan of the George Soros conspiracy theories, but George Soros kind of went from bottom to top, right? He was working long, long ago, infiltrating, like, foremen, like, you know, small, small members of government, dog catchers, maybe even, who knows, you know, who knows how far this fucking thing goes. Um, but yeah, getting, getting, you know, uh, school board people getting you know working from bottom up again and yeah dude i think that as far as the infiltration of government goes i think that it is too late 
to stop a serious battle going on here in the U.S. Uh, the the question is, what side's going to win that? Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's what that's what I'm kind of asking about is in that in that framework, a police officer who could be told could be given these orders to turn Gestapo at any minute, and a majority of which I think. I think would follow these orders to crack down on the American people. However you think they will do that. Why doesn't that possibility make you a like less of a fan of police officers right, right there. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm not, I'm no, I support law enforcement for sure. Um, But like, why do you think they're trying to rid the military of extremists? You know, extremists are these people that that were invited into the Capitol building on January 6th. There's video of police opening up the doors and these people are walking in between velvet rope. So they're they're starting with the military and they're going to they're going to get the military to think one way. Most of the military, the not the the uh, the uh, the stripes of the military, not the high up the brass. You know what I mean? Those people side with the one world government types the globalists right but most of the infantry most of the people that actually do work and they fight those people a lot of them supported trump right even like a lot of a lot of fucking people in the military supported trump but these high ups like millie um fucking mad dog mattis everyone was super excited i remember when like yeah fucking put mad dog in he's crazy he's got a plan to kill everyone in the room and, and then he gets in and he's like totally stabbing Trump in the back, which, again, dude, I think that this is intricate theater. Um, I heard shit where they're like saying that, you know, they're going to arrest Trump on the 4th of July. You know, it's late here. We're recording this on 4th of July. I haven't heard anything about that yet. Um, it's all becoming like Q. Um, and, and yeah, dude, I think that they're, they're, they're doing this with the military. They're going to sort of get the military to think in one way, rather than wanting to fight for your country. What the military is going to be focused on is fighting for your world. Right. So that doesn't, there's no place for globalism in the military, in the traditional military. That's why there's a military, right? And again, going back to the Trump psyop, maybe that's why he created Space Force. A lot of fucking retards out there think that Space Force was about fighting in space. It was really cybersecurity is really what it was. Um, But a lot of dumb people think it was like about fighting in space. So that's going to attract more globalists, more people that think like, hey, you know, like we fuck fighting, uh, you know, ISIS, even though they're pretty much done with ISIS or the Russians or China, we need to worry. We need to take our, our threat that we might, you know, um, throw towards our fellow humans in another country and look out to the stars and see who might be infiltrating from there. That's why the Pentagon is fucking acting like they're going to release all this bombshell information. They haven't released shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did you read it by chance? That, no, that, that because release. it's nothing. Yeah. I would have heard about it if it was cool. You know what I mean? I'm not going <laughs> to spend my time reading about these files. So, so, okay. So then I'm assuming that, so law enforcement then is going through an evolution, a, a draining, uh, because, and, the, sure. and this is, and this is probably, uh, this is probably why you think that, uh, less, like fewer people are signing up for law enforcement because there's just less respect with it too. So that maybe, Again, I'm trying to say, like, 
if when the military starts acting like that, starts ask, acting Gestapo, is it at that point that you stop respecting the military or will you respect military members either way? And the same with police officers. Again, like once they start being more globalists or enforcing those policies more so to wherever that tipping point is, is it at that time that you lose respect for law enforcement or are we still yeah do you do you see what i'm what i'm asking here yeah i, I, I so, think of i think of them as i've said this before like the roman guard like if there's a system that we're supposed to rage against they're the ones that are propping propping it up to a certain extent it seems to me they're there to guard the 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 powers that are already being you know yeah they're the ones that are there to enforce the current laws um my concern is more with the people that are making those laws though you know what i mean um, for us here in Arizona, Doug Ducey, whose real name is Doug Roscoe, um, family is heavily infiltrated. Uh, or the, the mob has infiltrated government, right? Um, when you take the word uh, uh, democracy, it's based off the word demos, which, you know, that's mob. That, that word means mob. Um, and then uh, ocracy is like rule or, or like governance, right? So, you know, when people have like, oh, mob rules the worst thing, that's literally what democracy is. Democracy is mob rule, right? And, you know, the, these governments uh, or these, these politicians in the US, they sit here and they tell us, like, we don't want mob rule. And that's what we fucking have, dude. You know what I mean? It's whoever is the most well-connected, whoever's got the most power, they're going to get their laws passed. And we've seen that happen over the, like, through our whole lifetimes, dude. You know what I mean? Um, I think Bush Sr. was president when we were both born, correct? Mm -hmm. 90 yep. for you. Yep. 91 for me. Um, when did Clinton come in? 92? 90, 92, and he uh, left in 2001, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, does that add up? That doesn't add up. Oh, he got out in 2000. Yeah, that was, was only a newly elected person. So, yeah, he, he was in until 2001, just like 2020. Yeah. Okay. So... I mean, we have been in this, you know, perpetual state of lawlessness in a weird way. It's not lawlessness as in like you can kill someone and get away with it. But like, as I've said several times, there's two there's two justice departments. There's one for one side and there's one for us. You know what I mean? Um, doesn't matter how much you support globalism. If you were to go out and murder someone right now, or, or, you know, uh, evade taxes, you would get arrested on that. But Hunter Biden can do all the shit he was doing, and it's just fine. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's just the first example that comes to mind. But it becomes a problem, I think, when, when there's some people that want to stick up for that so much that they don't want to, uh, you know, see a problem with what the Biden family's doing because they want this guy Trump out so bad. And um, it just, it's, it's a weird situation, dude. It's like, what, like wh who's right and who's wrong. Um, you would probably say that Trump was wrong and you're glad that he's gone. Um, but I just haven't seen a good reason as to why, you know what I mean? I can point out reasons of why Trump could be fake, but um, as far as I can tell, Trump was pretty good for the country as, as from a monetary standpoint right until covid hit and that was a shit show 
Um, I think that what it was, though, truly was the media hyping it up because, dude, I was out every fucking day. I was working. I wasn't wearing a mask. I was doing as little as possible as far as like following the guidelines. And I never died. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, a yeah. fa- I'm not the healthiest. I'm fairly healthy. Um, but I mean, dude, looking back at that, do you think that there was a real good reason to shut the world ec- economy down? Um, I mean, it's you can't run a, a, a double blind study on this, which is the thing I'd like to, to be able to have in order to say that. But we yeah. don't know. We don't know what it would have been like had we not done this. Now, that does not mean that every single draconian uh, endeavor that 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 the government um, that governments all over the world, not just in the U.S., right? Uh, yeah, especially in China uh, and Italy. Um doesn't mean that those were all justified doesn't mean that we would have all died had we not uh well we not... don't really know what happened in china yeah absolutely we, we don't and we don't i mean i i th- we're, we're at this point we've talked about this so many times that i know that not either of us side are looking at the same numbers as far as what happened in the u.s too so really as far as our communication goes we don't we don't know quote unquote what happened here either you know yeah that that's yeah. a that's a that's a major that's a major stepping point it's a stepping stone to two parties talking to each other is at least having the same numbers and as to, to relate this all to what I was talking about earlier I I hated the explanation before I got into this podcast about why the country is so divided which I don't I don't quite quite agree with I think the the edges are, are farther away than never before but true to the globalist mindset we are all kind of coming t- t- together on one shared idea of, of of a world i'm sure you don't like that share a shared idea but no the, no i would agree yeah. dude but i i think that like uh, the most the most people out there like the majority of people i think that we do all want just a few things in common whether it's us here like in our uh class uh in the united states or some some random people in africa that are similar to us as far as like like monetarily speaking but you can have this majority of people in the world wanting one thing but the elites are the ones in control and they want the opposite i think they're not there right. to represent us dude you know what i mean that's the problem so i mean go, go on with what you're saying well, yeah but i was i was i'm saying i think the who we draw who we point out as and choose to hold most accountable for the wrongs in our societies, for the ills and for the bad ideas that are, that are to be implemented in the future. Um, those break down across cultural barriers. Um, and I, I, again, I hated the explanation before I got to this podcast that the reason that we're so divided is because of, of, of cultural differences, just something in me. It just didn't, didn't quite seem right. It seemed that was almost my conspiracy theory that no, no, it was actually some intelligentsia that is feeding what I perceive to be a whole bunch of shoddy evidence to Mm. you, to the, the conspiracy theory crowd intentionally trying to throw them off of the scent of what I think is, is actually going on and how we best fight against the elites. Right. That. But that, from what I've seen, that cultural divide over the many guests that we've talked to, the the the, the sizable community that we've developed here, it's just uh, our cultures are so radically different. I mean, we 
we have completely different lives, you and I, Ryan. We have very, very shared, few shared uh, interests aside from our family and our our intrinsically our just our history. I don't together, think we have right? that much of different lives. How are our lives so different? Oh, I I mean, uh, what we would call most import uh, uh, most important in our lives aside from the giveaway things that we already have in common that we know we have in common, like family and our our, our shared history. Um, Oh, yeah, so, so I mean, what else is important other than like family and, uh, you know, obviously food, water, the necessities. I think that's really what most people want. And then like my point here is that I don't think that the that the left and the right are that different. But I think if you watch the news, they make it seem like that's the case. And that's the serious problem here. If you turn on the news and you're just constantly watching that, which I know I'm not saying you are, you know, at all. Right. I, I know that you don't watch that much news. You listen uh, to a lot of shit just like I do. Um, dude, they're going to make you think that, that like you and I should hate each other, but that's not the case. But I think that a lot of people are starting to think that, but then when they go out and they interact with people, they don't get that. So that's causing a, a, a mild form of trauma for a lot of people. Well, how about, how about this? If we just look at it as far as the amount of time that we allot to whatever given thing in, in, in a week, I'm assuming that you are going to. Uh, watch a lot more sports than I am. That's just a that's. Just, I don't watch sports anymore. You don't. They've gotten fucking liberal. No, because they've gotten fucking liberal. They, <laughs> okay. they, you know what I mean. I used to, but that's the thing, dude. And yeah. that's so funny that you bring that up because, like, this this stupid shit that the corporations are pounding home, it's doing the opposite that they want. It's having the opposite effect. It's actually unifying people. I know that that's one example, and it wasn't a good one, but I understand where you're coming from because before all of this shit where it's like, yeah, players can, can choose to stand up or sit down for the national anthem, shit like that. That made me stop watching football. I'll watch UFC, but I mean, so sports, no, nothing like that. I love going out to eat. I know you like that too. Um, There's a lot of people that just like the same shit, dude, when they're done working, there's so little free time that people have that they don't want to fight. You know what I mean? But that's also a scary thing. When you're trying to give universal basic income, when people don't have to stress out over their job, they have more time to fucking hate someone from the opposite side of the political spectrum and argue about shit. Well, that that's what I would argue is happening, though, about with with the sports example, like you might not watch a whole bunch of it right now, but it it, it mattered. I mean, you just you just knew more about what was going on in sports than I do. That's maybe that's marginally. That's taking a certain amount of time and I think would be the kind of thing that would amp someone up about the idea of uh, transgender uh, people in sports more than me. I'll tell you, it's not I mean, you you may write it off as me just being a sheep. And of course, I wouldn't worry about this, but I understand all of the complexities and how people feel that it's unfair what's going on in transgender sports yeah. the idea i understand that but that is one thing that doesn't animate me at all well and, listen to this though, it, dude. but it it animated you very I, I think it's one of the things that would animate you very strongly to say that oh yeah this p- sector of society sports has become more liberal liberal and then in your mind therefore not the thing that i'm for i'm i'm you know not anti-liberal, no. but, but I'm no, no, no. It's, so no, again, dude, because uh, you're never going to see a transgender woman 
go to men's sports. I do not watch one female sport. I never watch any female sports. So this, like the whole thing literally has zero effect on what I watch. Um, You're never going to see a a, a transgender uh, woman to male go go and join the NFL. You're not going to see, you know, a chick go and join the NBA. You may see a man go down to the WNBA. And I say down on purpose. It's because they are not as good of athletes. It's just the, the, it's a fact. Okay. I'm not a very athletic person. I've said it several times. There are many, many women on this earth that can beat my ass. Okay. Um, it has nothing to do with my personal thing at all. My thing is like, if I was a father, um, you know, kind of like my dad is who has a daughter, right? She doesn't play any sports. She does like girly things, cheerleading and things like that. But let's say like my sister, who's fairly tall, was playing basketball and she was the best in the city and she wanted to go play for state. Um, She wanted to get on like a state team that was like outside of high school. And she lost her, her opportunity to do that because some fucking dude with a penis fucking identifies as having a vagina, even though he's got a cock, right? Uh Uh-huh. He, he goes and he signs up and he beats my sister for that slot because my sister was barely good enough to make the team. But this dude that didn't want to fucking try and put in the effort and actually be good enough to fucking qualify for his rightful team. And he beat her out. That's what's fucked up. Or if we're talking about soccer, volleyball, combat sports, it's just it's simply not fair. Again, it has yeah. nothing to do with what I do because I don't give two fucks about the WNBA. Have you seen the, the audience in those? It's like a <laughs> 10% full. No one really cares about these sports. And it goes for the Olympics, too. You know, no one cares about these female sports, dude. Um, did you see the thing, too, where like Serena Williams was like, I bet you I could be all top 10 males in the in the male division. They all fucking smoked her, dude. It's a very different thing. And I don't give a fuck about tennis either, but it's a problem. It would be one thing if there was a trans league, but mm-hmm. you're not going to see that ever because it would be all male to female. There will be no, or I'm sorry, female or no male to female. There will be no female to male uh, right. because dude, no female wants to go up and work their way up to get their ass beat by a dude and anything. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I No, I, I do. And I, I, I have a feeling that listeners will be able to hear what I'm talking about, even if we're not meeting eye to eye here. I think the the fact that you bring up again fairness and injustice, the fact sure. that 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 is a thing that is like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that that is fomenting some some. It might be in your eyes. I see how it is an earned divide between the left and the right. Um, because it is mainly the left who's driving this this trend that we're talking about in particular here. So, I that that whatever whatever even if it's a small amount of cultural difference, I'll I'll say that even if it's a small amount, it seems to me to be enough of a thing to foment this this division that we're seeing. It it needs though it needs uh gatekeepers to make sure that that information is getting to both parties and that is where media comes into it man i um i watch i watch media a a little bit differently than than now than when i started watching it or when i was watching it when we started this podcast i'll tell you that um i i just see i'm this is part of the project of me being here but i i can put on 
your guys's glasses a bit more i think it will help me i think it would be the kind of, that, 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 that that's a tool that will help me root around in the same areas that i've been rooting around in anyways like even just being the skeptic being like trying to hold my own side the left to account with a whole bunch of bullshit that they're saying um it's going to be very, very valuable to that endeavor to just making sure that I'm, uh, checking my sources all the, all the more myself, man. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Did you see, I don't know if you saw this meme going around where it's like, if you celebrate the 4th of July, you're either a, a white supremacist, B an alcoholic or party animal C an a redneck, uneducated fool or D all of the above. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, okay. So now we can't celebrate the fucking 4th of July without being a white supremacist, a redneck or a fucking alcoholic. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And th- this is the this is a very unique thing to the United States. If you do this in China, which a lot of fucking people on the, the far, far left, not you and not your group, but a lot of people on the left are all about China. They were all about like Palestinians and all this other shit. It's like, dude, they kill people with dissenting opinions. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's kind of a it's a weird little uh, dynamic there. But let's get off this stuff, dude. Before yeah. we wrap up here, man, what were some of your favorite episodes or some of the episodes that we did that really kind of mind fucked you or made you think like, holy shit, dude, something's up. For sure. Well, uh, remember um, when we were talking about uh, the, the Elohim with, what was it, Micah? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 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 one. I'm gonna look it up which episode that was right now. But that episode was fun, um, just because it's totally already in my wheelhouse. You know, I love biblical uh, eschatology, um, and that it almost felt like going full circle because Peter, I think it's Peter Joseph, the guy who made that that Zeitgeist movie that I've long since said has kind of been my entry level platform into the conspiracy theory world. Yeah, great movie. Uh, he did it really, really well. Um, he, he described these, the similarities in a whole bunch of world religions, uh, in a really, really nice format and not since I will say Micah, uh, pointed out all the things that he, that he did. Um, and I'm still looking for which, which episode it is. Oh, I can find it, man. Just keep going. Yeah. But, um, not since, since Peter Joseph explanation has uh has my bible sensor gone gone off as as hard as it was because i did not know about the um the how prevalent that that extra book in the bible is i say extra now because we're used to this certain version of the of the bible um, yeah episode oh, 128 astrology 128. in the book of enoch with yeah. micah dang yeah, so I I just did not know how prevalent that book that book of Enoch was, uh, how accessible it was. Um, I've I've seen a, a whole bunch of the other books, especially in the New Testament, that were uh, thrown out at at like the the, uh, the gather the the Nicaea Council uh, in Rome some seventeen hundred years ago. Um, but but the book of Enoch had escaped me. So uh, the way that uh, he pulled put together all of the astrology some um alchemy ideas some christian mysticism ideas and just shows how similar they are to a whole bunch of other religions and to you know hermetic uh religious practices yeah 
that is always jarring and speaks in my mind to the idea that the religious group that I'm against uh, inherently to, to a certain extent that they, they, they can all be in on it together. And it's my, my venture to fight against them is pretty, pretty is pretty lost and pretty pitiful uh, if I'm not fighting against the right people, which might be the elites that you, uh, you guys in this, in this community talk about all the time. So um, yeah. I, I got a little second guess from that one again, because the, the, the similarities between world religions and, and hermetic practices, um, they're always so jarring to me. Like when I really realize how pagan uh, non-pagan religions are, so, you know, uh, that's 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 always a a big jar. It's funny. Um, it seems like for me, like for me, it's easy to know who the bad guys are, but tough to know who the good guys are. And it seems like it's the opposite for you. It's easy to know who the good guys are, but tough to know who the bad guys are. Is that true? Uh, I mean, that's a that's a good that's a good opposite. I'm sure we we both have our strength. Like I'm, I think you are actually a bit more of a skeptic than I am in certain realms. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that that skepticism, yeah, Mike, because we've, we've come full circle with Trump, especially to where the guy that you even voted for, you now think is, is, is part of it too. I don't think I've really, I, had... I think it's possible. I don't right, think right. for sure, but yes, I think possibly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't like, I hate to make people think they already think of this of me that I'm hard headed uh, and won't just see what a conspiracy is when it's right in front of me, even if you guys quote unquote spell it out for me. But I haven't had that kind of a turnaround from me thinking this guy was either a terrible person or this guy is an eh, okay person. And he yeah. did some oh, it's did funny some good though, stuff, dude, because that is a thing that that a lot of people in this community say about the educated elite, not that you're elite but educated part well i mean you're 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 pretty educated when it comes to like the average everyday person you use big words with like four or more syllables um so more than once in a row i I find that i like get a good word and then i just find ways to to use that again (laughs) to use it in in it again yeah no so yeah i'm not saying that you're part of the elite but like these people that are like part of the educated class which you are working towards and you're trying to be at least educated but um, these people don't like to admit that they're wrong. You know what I mean? So that would that would be the biggest criticism that I would have for you personally. Right. Um, doesn't doesn't make you a bad guy. But like, you know, it never is cool to admit that you're wrong. You know, apologizing is you know, tough when you know that you're wrong. It sucks. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it, it's not it. Uh, it's it, I would say, though, it's, it's I will say, though, and also it's uh it's what everyone i mean everyone hates to be wrong i think i feel like even no, i don't mind i mean i'm wrong a lot and i don't mind you know what i mean yeah i mean i i, I would say that it's better to be every almost everyone thinks it's better to be right than wrong how about of course how about that absolutely yeah. but but yeah yeah no, that was, uh, no no i the idea that i wouldn't be that I, i'm that i can justify being hard-headed when someone's telling me laying out some what you guys might think of as pretty good evidence. Yeah. There's a there's even a way that someone can justify that. You know, you can you can justify being not closed-minded, but I think nar- narrow-minded, you know, because you believe that you're on a a certain path, you're 
you're trying to make your world better in a certain way. It's crazy to think about, but even but people can even justify doing that, hearing some good evidence from someone who they disagree with about some topic and not letting that evidence come in intentionally. So because of the fact that hey, even if what they're saying right now makes sense, I can't let it deter me from the fact that I'm right and I'm doing I'm right on another level. You know, they're just nipping away at the edges of my thoughts and I'm yeah, right at, yeah. at another level. I exactly. hope I hope that that my time here has not been filled with people who disagree with me just thinking that that's what's happening is that I'm not just throwing away. I, I hope I did a good job showing you guys that I am listening. Um, so, uh, yeah, I so think you that. did. Honestly. Yeah, I think you did. You, you know, the people that you pissed off uh, are interesting characters. They're interesting. There's only really two. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that got angry. Um, you know, I, I've seen, you know, that it's more than two that have actually gotten mad about what you're doing, but yeah. two to the point where it's like over the top, you know what I mean? Cause I'm, I'm probably pissed people off too. Um, you know, I've used the word faggot. I've used uh, all kinds of words, you know, on this show and, and, you know, that's got to piss people off and alienate people. But yeah, as far as I know, there's only two people that got very, very angry with you to the point where it's like, dude, are you okay? Like, is what's, yeah. What's going on in your personal life? Um, but with that being said, dude, uh, what's another episode other than that Mika Dank one? I want to I want to get at least three here. Yeah, yeah the the uh, the cicada thirty three oh one man. Uh, yeah, my favorite from, from Black Pill. Uh, that one was 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 cool as hell. And now Google is feeding me uh, a, a whole bunch of other online um, like online uh, digital searches and 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 treasure treasure hunts and stuff like that so uh so i'm gonna nice. continue to be reading about that whole part of um i mean it's it's weird that it's you know what's what's so cool about it is that it's a treasure hunt and there are obvious reasons why people like you and me ryan why we can't be part of that treasure hunt but they're not reasons like we're being kept out of something by someone these these people who are going on the trying to piece together the cicada 3301 puzzle they've just been coding since they were 15 they just speak another language than us um so as someone from you can't quite get inside the treasure hunt but you can see it and you can talk to the people who have been a part of it that kind of that kind of mystique around um uh, the kind of mistake that was that uh, around cicada 3301 in that way that one made that episode really really fun for me uh and i'll, I'll still be uh looking at every single page of that fucking book that gets uh that gets decoded Dude, for sure it's interesting the runes yeah so what do you what do you think of then about john mcafee do you think he killed himself do you think he's dead do you think he's hiding do you think that tattoo on his sleeve was a uh, encryption wallet Right. What do you think it was? Dude, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit my ignorance as far as why I thought <coughs> that people liked him so much. Like, I understand it wasn't the same group of people that I identify with who were liking them. I know that. But even when that happens, I can normally sort through their reasoning and think, okay, this is why this was a good guy. I the I'll be honest, the most that I can see... Uh, of of this guy is that he was giving a really um a really impassioned defense of libertarianism 
Um, yeah, I don't. And, oh, well, he ran for a libertarian uh, presidential presidential election like twice, but I don't think I don't think many people liked him. But you can't not respect him, right? I mean, to yeah, to I mean, I don't have his money in that in, that, like, in the same way that I respect. It's not even about money, dude. It's just what he's done for computers. You know what I mean? He invented antivirus software, basically, right? And he he was just so against big government you know what i mean like tyrannical government and he was so ahead of the curve when it comes to the way people operate and the way people think that's right. why so okay so i i see that and i see then how um the enemy of libertarianism is so yeah. often so often seen as as the leftist um and i think that's a that's a, a well-earned title in certain 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 ways but yeah. um but uh, I just I, I would I would be curious about why not others like him who have been what I would say is more effective libertarians and who have actually held a political office. I know he tried to run uh, for libertarian, but you know that for a long time, the libertarian party has it's it's been theater if they're. If there's any if there's any theater in poli- politics, which there totally is, the Libertarian March has been theater. At least them just saying like, "This is our party, and we're still here." Don't forget about don't forget, us. Don't forget the Green Party. The Green Party too. Like these guys are not. They're donors. No fucking chance. They're they're donors. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I actually, I, I on certain levels, I do understand what their donors are doing by giving to their laundering money. (laughs) Yeah. But, but it's not, yeah, exactly. On, on those levels, I can, that's why I can understand it is because people need to launder money sometimes. Yeah. But, um, I don't, I just don't see why, uh, why him. And he made the terrible idea of promising that he would never come back to the United States before he got in, uh, when he was, uh, extradited, you remember, um, to, to Spain. And I don't, I mean, he lived up to his word, unfortunately, is, is, is the way that I see it today. I, From the last I heard, though, they, they were still looking to see if there were cameras in his jail cell or in his near his jail cell. Have there you were. Yeah. Have you, there were. He had a cellmate as well. The cellmate wasn't there. It's a classic Epstein type thing. Um, I actually have an unpopular opinion, and I hope it's wrong, but I do think he killed himself just to set in motion this kill switch supposedly he had this kill switch like we mentioned um and i think that shit was getting so bad not that he's like some messiah type for for libertarianism um but i think that you know he was about to get extradited to the united states he's a 75 year old man uh you know facing a 25 year sentence which is essentially a life sentence um if he's got this data make it look like he was suicided and uh get out that data and expose all these people but at the same time um i could see him getting out and and making it seem like he killed himself and he's just living on a fucking boat or he maybe he's chilling with epstein or maybe he's in antarctica with uh hitler's clone uh, who knows you know what i mean <laughs> um but i i, I kind of do think he killed himself honestly um and you know it's sad you know it sucks i did hear too though that uh he should have only gotten five years for for his crimes, according to like a a uh, a constitutional lawyer. But with all the enemies that he's made over the years, Bill Gates being a big one of them, um, I, it would not surprise me if he actually did kill himself. And he spent years and years 
making it seem like he would never do that. And he's got all this data and he just wanted to dump the data out. So let's see. I mean, uh, July 23rd is when this calendar, uh, this clock runs out, which has since been deleted since I shared it with you. That, that URL is no more. Um, so let's see, man. I mean, I, I think it'd be fascinating. I don't even care if, if Trump's on there. I think it would be so fucking amazing to just be able to see all of the shady shit that the government's doing. And it may be just what the, the fucking world needs uh for for this country to actually take back the power you know the people to take back the power who knows you know it could be the start of something beautiful or it could be you know just uh, another psyop who knows yeah that's the uh that's the tough one but i i will for my 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 third favorite uh one i'll i'll do uh what question asters hate most and I'll, I'll just say like more than one <laughs> more than one uh for my last one all, all the episodes where we could really dive into um predictions for what's going to happen next we did, a, did this a lot with a lot of our round tables uh ron, yeah, yeah. From, ron from new england came aboard um uh chaz uh chaz was always fun to talk to but did a lot yeah. of like retrospect uh looking w- with him and then um we had some guesses about what was happening especially in the snit uh snitch picks 2020 episode 47 yeah. there um and then all of the uh the, the the political season was crazy i mean in between uh the the election uh or just before the election leading up to uh yeah to what a blur it, yeah it was it was a huge blur but it was um it was interesting because we threw a lot around we threw around ideas that you know could be could be proven wrong or 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 right and time just time just had to we just had to wait and see what what time was going to give us and when we all all of us in this community got to see things like uh you know the, all the the dates that we had in mind going through that time I was clinching my asshole too around the, all those dates you know I was yeah. thinking like maybe something uh, something something is going to shake loose here yeah, between like between November 3rd and January 20th. I mean, that was yeah. the craziest fucking time for, yeah. for this here. And it seems weird, dude, like the first 100 episodes kind of flew by, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Because looking back, we're only on 137, right? Uh, this is what episode 137 will be. Yeah. It seems like we've been going a lot longer, but it seemed like that 100th episode hit pretty quick. I don't know yeah. why. It's weird. Well, our uh, our brains, uh, I'll tell you, part of it is that our brains are really, really bad at looking backwards and yeah. you know, considering all of the amount of time that we that we had put into uh, to to everyone. And I think if we uh, had both, uh, we're sitting here with enough time to think about the amount of time, the amount of planning that we put into to every episode. Um, we always could have put more in, I know, but uh, sure, but yeah, a lot we, more. We, but, yeah, but we did uh, we did prep accordingly, man. We figured stuff out together. Um, it was uh, it was a hell of a ride, dude. I'm super happy to um, uh, just want to let everybody know too. Like, we're not leaving on like bad terms or anything like that. We didn't have a well, clearly a, yeah. a kerfuffle. Uh, I I am going on to do uh, to do other stuff. I'll be available for guest spots whenever you want. But yeah, uh, dude, and I'd then- actually love to have you on like anytime that you want, because what I'm going to do, dude, I'm going to have like several repeating co-hosts. So, yeah, if you want to jump yeah. on anytime, dude, 
be fun. Yeah. And then anybody who's who's out there wants uh, a lefty who's affable to uh, to to people who disagree with him, please be sure to you know keep hitting me up. Uh, but I'm super I was super proud to be uh, uh, starting up this 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 little machine of of chaos that we got here uh, uh, for you, man. And I know you're. You don't need a. You're a kind of guy who doesn't need a yes man with you, but but I yeah. know that um, the uh, my absence on the on on air is going to lead lead room for more a whole bunch of yes men and hopefully some pretty good and smart uh, no people. But um, yeah, yeah. But I'm excited to see where you're going to take this man. I know you'll know you'll do great with it. So, well, thank you, dude. No, yeah, and like I said, dude, it's a little sad. It's a it's the end of an era. But at the same time, you know, um, we knew, I think that we both knew that you weren't going to do this forever. Uh, when we started, um, you had mentioned that you didn't, uh, this wasn't a passion of yours. Conspiracies weren't something that you were excited about. Um, but you do like learning new information. And that was sort of your driving force. And it's not that you've learned everything that you can learn in this right, right. industry or this like field of, you know, research or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it is kind of cool, uh, you know, to to expose someone to new information. Um, you you know, you're really good about leaving the topics for each episode up to me. And I feel like that was a cool opportunity to show you some of the weird shit that I'm always looking into. Um, and it, it taught me a lot, too. You know what I mean? Just learning a lot deeper diving into topics that I would just kind of gloss over, um, see in books like here hearing the word Jesuit and I'm like, Oh yeah, the Jesuits. Oh, cool. And like, what's that? Look it up real quick, get the Wikipedia definition and move on. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, it's, it's, it was a fun thing, dude. Wild fucking ride. Um, I'm going to continue it going, obviously dangerous world's not going anywhere. Um, but this is the end of the Brandon Peacock dangerous world era. Uh, however, Ryan is going to continue doing it. And, you know, it's going to be a fun thing. So um, I, I do appreciate everything that you did, your master editing, uh, which I'm sure that you can take those skills somewhere else too. Uh, you know, when you, when you end up doing your thing somewhere else, I hope that you start a podcast in the future too, dude, you know, like something, hopefully it's not too fucking obnoxiously lefty, but uh, you know, I think that it could be something fun, whether you're talking about politics, talking about your uh, you know, your educational shit or like, you know, the stuff that you're doing in your personal life. Um, you know, it's a fun, fun little thing, a fun side project, man. So uh, anything else that you want to do before we uh, leave the listeners, this is your last time for the record too, guys, we are going to do our final, final episode on tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli and his crew uh, in just a couple of days here, but we didn't want to, kind of take away from the content of that episode by like making a big announcement like this. Um, obviously the Patreon subscribers learned a little earlier that Brandon was parting ways with the show, but um, yeah. So, so Brandon will be on tinfoil hat with dangerous world. Um, but, but after that, it's a, it's a done Dundee. Right. Yeah, man. No, no, nothing, uh, nothing much else uh, aside from I'm, I'm super, again, all super excited to, to be a part of this project, uh, I you know everyone uh, that's connected on social media. It seems like everyone is some sort of media creator. Anyone who follows me, which is not too many, because I'm not like I intentionally don't screw around on social media too much. I I've, I've taken to heart. I think a lot of the 
many the lessons that a lot of our guests, especially the older ones, uh, that people who are older than us have told us of just like disconnecting from social media to a certain extent. I've taken that to my heart personally. Um, so I don't get like, I don't have a whole bunch of followers. I don't screw around on social media a whole bunch, but we're all creators. And to get a chance to, to start creating some kind of in some kind of medium is really, really fun. And that was all made possible by, uh, by the really, really, um, great support that I got from, from all the patrons, especially, I uh, got some advertisers to, th- to thank too, but they're not listening. You patrons, you guys uh, really kicked it off for us. So thank you guys for your ears. Thank you guys for your, your dollars. Uh, keep giving them to, to, to Ryan because he's got a, a great bunch of programming lined up for you guys. So oh, pass yeah. that. No, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, your your dollars aren't going to be going halfway to a communist and then halfway to a capitalist. It's going straight to one of you guys. So up <laughs> up the donations at this point, guys. All right. Uh, but no, Brandon, thank you, man. Honestly, um, you know, you really did a lot. You helped me get this going. I wouldn't have been able to start this without you, dude. So thank you. I hope that you uh, get the job that you're looking for and that you continue your education and you uh, just go as far as you as you need to do and as far as you want, man. So salute to you. Uh, we are recording this on Fourth of July. So happy Independence Day, America. And uh, I mean, yeah, dude, uh, thank you guys. This has been a crazy fucking journey. And you will be hearing from me very soon. Look forward to that tinfoil hat episode. We're going to be talking about the uh, royal bloodline and all these uh, fucking lizards that are tied in with them. So, um, yeah, man, I'll let you have the last words, dear, and then we'll just sign off, man. Thanks, man. Everybody stay safe in the dangerous world. (laughs) 